stand-up historian. Those who tell stories rule society. cannot hide away from human population growth because, you know, it underlies so many of the other problems. All these things we talk about wouldn't be a problem if there, were, if there was the size of population that there was 500 years ago. Who are the real regressives? Yeah, you're right. 500 years ago when we didn't have all the technology and ease of access and energy grids. You're right. So you, you go back 500 years. Quit speaking at the World Economic Forum with nice microphones and nice hotels. Quit traveling there on nice airplanes and trains and automobiles. Stop. Stop. Y you go back 500 years in time, Jane Goodall. My, you look like you were born 500 years ago. Why don't you go back 500 years in time? You love it so much. You promote it so much. Why don't you do it? No. They want you to drink the Kool-Aid and die. They live. Hello, and thank you for listening to Stand Up Historian. My name is Kurosh, and I bring this podcast to you from beautiful Seattle, Washington. Well, as you may have noticed, I have been absent for almost 20 days now. No podcasts in the last 20 days. The reason was I fell very ill around the beginning of July, and after taking the test, I was told that it is COOF that I have. And that caused a tremendous discomfort. My symptoms were sore throat, pains that I had never experienced in my life, and loss of taste and smell, headaches, a little bit of fever, but what I'd like to uh, share with you is that you feel sick, what would you do? You go to see a doctor. So I want to share my experience when I went to a doctor. I had no idea what is uh, the root cause of my sore throat and my problems. I thought it's a cold. So I go to this doctor. He walks into the room. He is double masked with a face covering. And the funny thing is, all around his face covering, there is Ford Motors advertising. Very interesting. Anyways, he comes in, asks a few questions, and I complain about my sore throat and how much uh, pain I have to endure. And he says, don't worry, we give you something to take care of the pain. He asked some questions about my state, state of mind. Am I depressed? And questions along those lines. And then he asked me to take deep breath and offers a COOF test. And I said, sure. Took about 15 minutes and he came back. This time, he didn't walk all the way to the place I was sitting. 
he stood right behind the door, stretched his hand, and handed over a piece of paper, which I had to stretch my hand and get closer to grab the paper. And he said, unfortunately, your test is positive. And this is what you need to do. I look up and guess what? It's a page printed off internet. It was disappointing and I could not believe it. I said, I have a lot of pain. And he's in his haste. He says, yeah, there are some information in there. Just get some ice uh, chips and go to Walgreens and get some ibuprofen, 600 milligrams, and you'll be okay. Leave. And he walked out. This is the state of medical system in this country. No medications at all. Go buy some over-the-counter stuff. And the funny thing is, let me know if you can find 600 milligram ibuprofen as over-the-counter item at Walgreens or wherever you get your prescriptions. So I walk out and I started to think, why would a doctor, which is supposed to help the patient, do absolutely nothing? He saw how much pain I was on and he didn't even offer anything to subdue the pain. So I decided to look for some kind of uh, medication that helps me online. And I found Dr. Stella Emanuel, reached out to her. And the same day, I've got a couple of drugs that, first of all, pain in my throat was gone. And then she also sent me ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. After three days, I was recovering very fast. Took me a few days to get my sense of taste and smell back. And meanwhile, I started to think, so what is the difference? This is a doctor and that man at urgent care is also supposedly a doctor. He didn't care how much pain I am on. He just followed the protocol, which is dictated by a group of corrupt bureaucrats. Just get rid of people with this problem. And why? And they ask you to go take over-the-counter pain relief pills every two hours and alternate between Tylenol and Ibuprofen? Is this the medicine in the world's most advanced country? That's how you treat your people. Anyways, that was an experience for me and I learned a lot about, I had heard people, they had the coof and they had the problems of dealing with that. I had no idea how terrible it is, uh, but I recovered thanks to Dr. Emanuel and also thanks to simple drugs with no side effects, such as ivermectin. I recovered and um, almost 100% back to the way I was before. Two things I learned, medical system 
is completely corrupt to the core. And almost all of these doctors that follow the protocol are corrupt. And the second thing is I know for sure that Kuf is not a natural thing. It is definitely designed and it is a bioweapon. And the only reason they have it probably, among many other things, the only reason I can think of right now as I'm recording this podcast is uh, to probably help them with their depopulation. They either force you or coerce you to get the jab or you believe them and you get the jab, which makes things a lot worse. The funny thing is uh, around the same time, I uh, contracted this disease. A couple of friends told me that they had that and they were all quote unquote vaxxed and boosted and much worse than I was. Okay, so just thinking about this process that I went through and also I had time because I took some times off from work. I started reading a book, famous book rather, by William Cooper and the book is Behold a Pale Horse. You might have heard about this book and if you try to find it online, you you will find the book even on Amazon. But uh, the issue is they give you the recent editions of the book and it's very hard if not impossible to find the first edition of the book because they took the liberty of removing some chapters from the book since the author has passed so manipulated the book i started a search i found a very good copy of the first edition of the book and there are differences between first edition and the most recent editions but the major part that is completely taken out of first edition is the protocols of science and William Cooper talks about that, among many, many other things that he exposes. Uh, at this point, I like to share some excerpts from his uh, book, Behold a Pale Horse, when he talks about, and he actually exposes plans to depopulate the earth. And keep in mind, this book is from 90s. His information are from 60s and 70s. And... Uh, this these plans go back long time ago when uh, those who think that they are better than others and they can decide for the others just by the virtue of their wealth and power, they plan to get rid of a large number of people. Okay, so without any further ado, let me share just parts of William Cooper's book, Behold a Pale Horse with You, when he talks about depopulation. All intellectuals, rulers, and governing bodies agree that population is the biggest threat to civilization that we know of today. It doesn't matter what you believe. If they believe it, you will be affected because they have the power. The new world order will eliminate population threat in several ways. Complete control of individual behavior 
may be established using electronic or chemical implants. While I'm reading this, keep in mind that this is from 90s. The most advanced computers at that time was uh, 8386 IBM and compared to your phone, those were not even like a toy. So when he's talking about electronic and chemical implants, imagine how much things have changed over the last 30 years. No one will be allowed to have a child without permission. A stiff penalties wait for those who ignore the law. The violent, the old, the infirm, the handicapped, and the unproductive will be killed. Private property will be abolished. Since religion helped to create the population problem, it will not be tolerated except for the approved state-controlled religion, which will evolve according to the man's needs. Joseph Campbell explains this concept excellently in his series with Bill Moyers called The Power of Myth. Cash will disappear, and with it, most crime will also disappear. But total control of each individual will be the price we pay. So you, so far, you see some of the things that he told us 30 years ago from 30 years prior to that are becoming reality. Talks of cashless societies, uh, social media and control, not being able to have kids because of so many different pollutants in our food, air, water, medications, and they have decimated the birth rate in most advanced countries. I'll continue. Man cannot be trusted to safeguard what little is left in the way of natural resources. Technological development and economic growth will be severely cut back. Man will be required to live like his ancestors, those who learn to be self-sufficient and can adapt to the absence of many of the things that we take for granted today, such as automobile, will get along fine. Others will suffer terribly. Man will once again conform to the law of the survival of the fittest. No one is going to like the loss of individual freedoms guaranteed us by the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. I do not like or agree with what is planned. Intellectually, I know that people will not solve the problems that we face unless they are made to do it. It is a sad commentary on the common man, but nevertheless, it is true. The new world order is evil, but very much needed if man is to survive long enough to plant his seed among the stars. A paradigm shift and star seed are the only legitimate long-term answers. This is why we have all been so wrong for so long. 
It never was what we thought it was. Nothing is or will be until we learn to live in reality instead of fantasy land. A paradigm shift in the evolutionary consciousness of man must take place. Right or wrong, the world is covered with agents of Illuminati who are attempting to cause the evolutionary jump. We have not been taken into their confidence. As you learned in chapter one of this book, we have been judged too stupid to understand. So far, <laughs> there are so many things in just this one, this couple of pages that we are living through those things and we can witness what he predicted and he warned us about that those are all happening. He continues, it is true that without population or the bomb problem, the elect would use some other excuse to bring about the new world order. They have plans to bring about things like earthquakes, war, the Messiah, an extraterrestrial landing, and economic collapse. They might bring about all of these things just to make damn sure that it does work. They will do whatever is necessary to succeed. The Illuminati has all the bases covered and you are going to have to be on your toes to make it through the coming years. These are prophetic words. Now when we listen to people like uh, Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates and others when they're boasting about we will never go back to the broken sense of normalcy that we had some of us may wake up but unfortunately most of us are still sleeping and we're thinking that well sooner or later everything goes back to the status quo but not this time according to plans many people are going to die between now and the year 2000 i have to explain to you here that he goes based on the calculations that globalists they had uh, and they were expecting to take care of everything by 2000. But as we know it today, they launched their 2030 agenda and between 20 and it started in 2020 and until 2030. So I would just push this date to 2030. But if these plans are not successful, the human race could become extinct. Nothing on earth can change this except a tremendous reduction and a stabilization of population. Without a star seed, this reduction and a stabilization would only delay the inevitable, as eventually all raw materials will be completely depleted. A never-ending source of free energy will then be needed. That may be possible, but is unlikely to solve the problem. Without some central common need that would bind man together, a source of free energy would most likely result 
in total anarchy. So you see, what was needed in the beginning is still needed in the end. A paradigm shift in the evolutionary consciousness of man coupled with starseed is the most logical answer for the human race. We must learn to accept individual responsibility for the world's problems or be willing to live by the terms of those who do. We must learn to love one another, share, deplore violence, and work with nature, not against it. We must do all of this while colonizing the universe. We must be prepared in the process to peacefully meet and deal with an extraterrestrial intelligence. I believe they exist. Can you imagine what will happen if Los Angeles is hit with a 9.0 earthquake? New York City is destroyed by a terrorist planted atomic bomb. World War III breaks out in the Middle East. The banks and the stock markets collapse. Extraterrestrial land on the White House lawn. Food disappears from the markets. Some people disappear. The Messiah presents himself to the world. And all in a very short period of time. Can you imagine? The world power structure can and will, if necessary, make some or all of those things happen to bring about the new world order. Patriots must not be at home on any national holiday during the day or night ever again until the danger is past. Disregard this warning and you will find yourself in a concentration camp. In the camp, you will be treated for a mental illness called nationalism. Common to patriots, this illness is not in the interest of the new world order. Those who cannot be cured will be exterminated. When asked what was in store for the world in the coming decade, Henry Kissinger said this, Everything is going to be different. Many will suffer. A new world order will emerge. It will be much better world for those who survive. In the long run, life will be better. The world we have wanted will be reality. Okay, I leave you with this much information from the book, Behold a Pale Horse by William Cooper. Get the book, read the book, and most importantly, think and use the gray matter in your brains and have faith and trust that the story has been told and we know how it will end. And the righteousness and the light will at the end prevail. God bless and take care.